was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. It was the best. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. You stupid monkey. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. Uh, welcome to the Blurs of Times. I'm Debbie Gaucher. Uh, with me today is Rivers Langley. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. You're in town for a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. On a, uh, a classically stormy New Orleans afternoon. Sweltering. Yeah. Steamy. It's uh, Yesterday was a really gorgeous day. I actually worked out in the yard, and then uh, today is absolutely disgusting, and there's like tornado <laughs> warnings and everything. Yeah. I was in Lafayette yesterday, and I mentioned that uh, I'd never been to Lafayette before. <laughs> Pulled up outside of the venue and uh, just immediately saw a, uh, uh, I mean, frankly, a Barney-like figure uh, <laughs> just uh, pour beer directly directly down his nose on the street that's you know he was aiming for his mouth but he definitely poured it directly down his nose and then he was just hacking and coughing on the streets just and kind of walking around in a circle and uh at least he was making the effort to get it into the proper face hole but yeah but uh came up short but obviously he was uh he was intoxicated so i was like well the good news is he's outside the venue and uh, he's obviously been overserved. so there's no way they're gonna let him back in and then uh right before the show started there he was back in the bar so good to know that lafayette has the the same uh attitudes towards uh public drunkenness that new orleans does oh yeah it's very much a south louisiana thing uh yeah it's pretty much just how we pass the time yeah yeah (laughs) just uh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Though I am drinking water right now, mm-hmm. uh, which is not uh, not super common for me. So you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you're in town from Los Angeles. You're a stand-up comic. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've uh, been living in Los Angeles since 2012. I'm originally from uh, Alabama, though. Oh, okay. so, so yeah, you get it down here. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I've I've come to New Orleans quite quite a few times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, a, this is, uh, this is the, the humidity thing. I, uh, it's the one thing about the South that I, I don't think I can bring myself to miss. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate it the most. Uh, and it's like, it is one of those things that like when you travel like to the North or something like that and you come back, like, especially if you fly back and then like, as soon as you exit the plane oh my God. to the jetway, there's just that wall of humidity yep, yep. and it's like, this sucks, but also it's nice. It's like a nice little welcome home. It's like, Hey, <laughs> it's, remember where you were from? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, well, uh, the episode uh, you chose today, your classic episode, is the old man and the Lisa from uh, season eight. Uh, Fred, the podcat, is yes, the, sitting your, on your lap. Your cat has uh, has gotten <laughs> right right in my lap and is just cleaning He's the himself. Most friendly cat. It's fantastic. No, I love it. Um, I forgot to ask before you came over if you were allergic to cats, but nope. I assume not because nah. you're just letting this happen and your face is not bright red. No, so. I feel I feel bad. Uh, I had uh, uh, my buddy uh, John Angaro, who's a, a comedian and podcaster himself out of uh, Los Angeles. We go over to his house to watch wrestling sometimes to presage uh, mm-hmm. why I chose this episode. And uh, I brought my, my buddy uh, uh, Scott Howard over there. He's a really funny comedy writer and podcaster too. And I didn't know that he was allergic to cats and like he, Scott is too nice to say anything but I right. just noticed like oh he's like hacking and wheezing a lot <laughs> like and so finally I was like do you need to go and he's like yeah probably yeah. <laughs> so but he wouldn't have said anything he would yeah. have sooner died uh in that That's place gr- like uh when Andrew Polk was in town and I, I had him on the podcast I was like hey come over there he's like 
Can you do it at Joe's house? Because oh, yeah. my allergies are real bad. And oh, I was yeah. Like, yep, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> um, so, I mean, did you, like, growing up with stuff, did you watch a lot of Simpsons or just yeah, kind of so casually? Or? My, uh, my entire experience with The Simpsons is very similar to my experience with Saturday Night Live, which okay. is that I almost never saw it airing live mm-hmm. i always saw it in reruns so okay. snl uh i think we're probably about the same age yeah. they show snl during the day on mm-hmm. comedy, comedy central, central. You're right and i right. used to watch it all you know if i was if it was the summertime or if i was mm-hmm. homesick or whatever i would watch that and then i remember around 2002 2003 they started showing mad tv 2 Oh, like yeah, in addition yeah. to SNL and then eventually Mad TV just consumed the SNL block mm-hmm. and it just became all Mad TV. Yeah. And there's nothing that makes me change the channel faster than you are now watching Mad TV. <laughs> like I hear that I'm literally like where's the fucking remote? Like I just have like an immediate like if I just hear it for any reason I'm like where's the I literally just instinctively start looking for the remote. Um but The Simpsons was very similar in King of the Hill too. I I don't know that I've ever on purpose sat down to watch an episode of The Simpsons. It was mm-hmm. just when I came home from school every day during high school. Yeah. Uh, it was on WXTX Fox 54. They'd show The Simpsons and King of the Hill. Yeah. And, you know, I the school let out at whatever, like 310. And then I would, like, usually go over across the street from the school to a place called Bowden Park, okay. which is where all the cool kids would smoke cigs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, we'd smoke cigs and hang out at Bowden Park. And then I'd get home right around 4 o'clock, like, just in time for The Simpsons to come on. <laughs> and I watched it. So, like I said, I've seen a lot of the show. But yeah. I told you, like, you know, when we, we were messaging about doing the podcast, like, I'm not a Simpsons head by yeah. any means. I like the show. But you had like three different episodes that you couldn't choose between like you like you were like oh I want to do this one no but I also want to do this one. Yeah. So I mean that is on par with like the really big huge hardcore Simpsons fans that right. I've talked to about doing the show. So. Yeah well uh, yeah I think uh, uh, the original one that I was thinking of because we are in New Orleans mm-hmm. was uh, Streetcar Named Marge yeah. Uh, yeah. which I was actually exposed to in high school. Uh, I had like still to date like one of the best teachers I've ever had. Max Jones is my 11th grade AP English teacher mm-hmm. and he showed a streetcar named Marge because he's like he's a he's a head like yeah. he, his his license plate he has the Alabama license plate that says Mr. Plow like he is a head <laughs> like awesome. he is a deep Simpsons head and because we were talking about a streetcar named Desire in, in literature class he busted out a streetcar named Marge nice. and we watched it and I, I honestly haven't watched it since then but yeah. I remember being like oh yeah that one's great and yeah the one thing I remember is Apu was the the one who was selling uh selling the evening star he was mm-hmm. the paper boy um but I figured uh, it might be fun to talk yeah. about that because we're in New Orleans and then I forgot what was the other one I pitched the other one I there's there's a lot of like specific episodes I like um actually you know, when I said I don't think I've ever sat down to watch a specific mm-hmm. one, uh, I do have one that I definitely watch, sat down to watch based on the guest host, uh, or the not the guest host, the guest uh, the guest star, uh, which was the episode with Fish, uh, <laughs> where uh, <laughs> at the beginning uh, Homer gets his eyes pecked out by crows and right, has to get yeah. medical marijuana to fix his eyes, <laughs> and that's then then that's how they meet Fish. Uh, similarly, I, I definitely sat down to watch. Uh, Fish uh, be the musical guest on Saturday Night Live when Al Gore was hosting. Oh wow! Uh, if you really want to know what my 2003 was like, I was going to say that like that combination right there for me would be like mm, um, maybe I'll watch later. Oh um, man, like- <laughs> the, the the cast was just trash. Then it was like 
like <laughs> Jimmy Fallon was doing his like uh, like hippie web show mm-hmm. sketch with Rachel Rachel Dratch, of course, is the the funny person on the yeah. on the whole thing. And then yeah, this is like the the height of Fallon. You know, mm-hmm. this is like pre post taxi pre fever pitch Fallon. Uh, <laughs> if those dates line up, but uh. uh but yeah, so official put put asses in the seats as far yeah. as I'm concerned. You know? At least <laughs> at least when I was in high school, that was yeah. my that was my shit. So, nice. um, but uh, yeah, with this one, the the episode I chose is called uh, "The Old Man and the Lisa," uh, and uh, a little I, forced pun in that title. There, yeah, too. not great, <laughs> not great. And I I guess I kind of misremembered how big. Bret Hart's role is in yeah. this because yeah the the one thing that I uh, I enjoy more than uh you know a a crappy mainstream uh, jam band is uh, <laughs> pro wrestling and uh boy the I, I it was funny is like I, I cuz I I know you've got your uh your gigantic uh yeah. necronomicon yeah, of Simpsons, Simpsons bible <laughs> giant bible of it and I, I they probably mentioned this but this is what I I clean just from reading the simpsons they have the you know they have the wikipedia yeah and then they have the simpsons wikipedia and i i read the simpsons wikipedia and they were saying that um they hired brett the hitman hart uh famous former wwf champion two-time hall of famer um recently attacked uh on on stage by a man wearing uh dreadlocks and a and, a, and one of those funny <laughs> reggae hats uh <laughs> <laughs> not planned just yeah. an insane person oh, wow. oh did you see this no, yeah so no, uh, i don't follow wrestling so we're recording Every this somebody talks to me about it though i'm like i should start following wrestling oh like, yeah it just sounds so absurd and insane like, oh that's nothing seems but right up my alley oh for real yeah i mean it's you know as soon as you realize that it's just it's just the most popular form of performance art yeah <laughs> it's literally all it is it's right. like if performance art was interesting yeah you know <laughs> instead of just attempting to be interesting you know um <laughs> But no, they uh, we're, we're recording this. I don't know when this will come out, but we're coming off the heels of uh, WrestleMania 35, mm-hmm. and they have the Hall of Fame ceremony the night before. And Bret Hart, who's in this uh, this episode, uh, this this really happened. This was not staged. Um, Bret Hart, uh, he's he's in the WWE Hall of Fame solo uh, okay. by himself. This year, uh, his um, I guess brother-in-law uh jim the anvil neidhart passed away and to honor him they decided to put their tag team the Hart foundation into the wwe hall of fame so there are certain wrestlers who are in solo and then also as part of a tag team so rick flair uh being the other uh, rick flair and Shawn michaels are being the other two examples and um and so brett's up there giving a speech and a crazy guy wearing one of those you know a, a culturally appropriating yeah, uh, yeah. uh guy wearing probably actually uh, <laughs> i don't you haven't you might uh, the episode of the simpsons uh homer palooza where they have like a lollapalooza yes. he's wearing like the jamaican yes that hat. Okay, exactly yeah. he's wearing one of those which i haven't seen one of those since 1999 uh, like that every once in a while like the <laughs> every weird, once in a while i'll get drunk and yeah, wind up in a spencer's gift <laughs> so sometimes at mardi gras parades there'll be like people selling like you know the cat in the hat hats and yeah. stuff like that oh my god like the, those were yeah. everywhere mm-hmm. yeah oh with like my. the big weed leaf on oh it and stuff oh my god yeah, yeah man <laughs> once upon a time for those listening who are under 30 goddamn yeah. those cat in the hat things that was that was this it era was everywhere yeah this, exactly. this era uh this episode aired uh, april 20th 420 yeah. man oh uh, really 1997 oh man and we are recording this on april 19th yeah yeah so yeah we're uh we're all, all kinds of all kinds of synchronicity happening yeah. here but yeah just to wrap up basically bret hart's on on stage 
stage giving this speech and just a crazy guy wearing one of those reggae, you know, reggae hats with with attached yeah. dreadlocks tackled a 61-year-old man uh, <laughs> and took out him and his niece, Natalia, who is oh, a wrestler shit. herself, who could just by herself beat the shit out of this man. Like, right. no one else need be involved, but... If you're going to attack somebody, A, uh, don't do it when you're surrounded by guys who all they do is uh, play fight. And yeah. now you've given them the green light to, to kick your ass mm-hmm. for real. Yeah. like you know? And they're like all very much in shape and strong guys, yeah, even if they're, they're not. They're like, scary They're as still shit. like flinging human bodies yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. around. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's like they're all legit aggressive dudes. You yeah. know, this is just like a way to get out aggression like any other sport or right. dance or what have you. But... Now you've given the biggest dudes that <laughs> the green light to kick your ass for real. Yeah. And furthermore, Brett the Hitman Hart, if you don't know, in the world of wrestling, like if you were nerdy enough to get if if you were so nerdy that you've gone from watching wrestling your whole life mm-hmm. to actually becoming a wrestler, yeah, like yeah, going yeah. through the strenuous process of training and learning the business and all that stuff. Bret Hart is your guy. <laughs> Bret Hart is the, you know, how they talk about the comedian's comedian, you know, yeah, Eddie yeah. Pepitone or, mm-hmm. or or Andy Kindler, somebody right. who like, you know, has potentially limited appeal to a mainstream audience, but to right. someone who knows the business is your guy, your Norm McDonald, mm-hmm. what have you. Right. Bret Hart is Eddie, Andy, and Norm rolled into one for, re- for wrestling, wrestling nerds. And so to attack him specifically is such a terrible idea. Yeah. So he tackles the guy he's immediately thrown to the ground ronda rousey's husband uh travis uh what the fuck is his name uh i want to say it's travis scott but he's a rapper uh it's <laughs> it's travis something or another the guy he's also an mma fighter that is married to ronda rousey okay he immediately hops the banister and just gets in the ring and just starts <laughs> fucking shit. this man up so the the wrestling guys didn't even have enough time to get over there before a real mma fighter yeah. was in the ring beating the shit out of this God guy damn. so they they pull him out of the ring and like uh, there's a guy Braun Strowman who is like uh-huh. a champion, uh, like weight, weight, strongman, weightlifter guy. Okay, he's in the ring. He's a le- legit like seven feet tall almost. So he's in there and they're dragging him out. And then there's another uh, guy who's in the tag team uh, called the Revival Dash Wilder, who straight up punches this guy in the face and knocks him out. So he's already being held back. And then just as an afterthought, Dash Wilder, who's wearing the most badass Heart Foundation jacket I've ever seen, <laughs> so. A, a fucking nerd yeah you know but a nerd who can knock you out with two punches <laughs> just goes up and while his arms are being held back just pop pop just hits him twice in the face and he just drops God and damn. that's it and it turns out that like they've since like uncovered all of his social media and you're like oh he was crazy <laughs> shit like he was like john hinckley like yeah it's like holy shit tweeting at vince mcmahon every day just being like you know you, well i'll finally make my debut on this day <laughs> and all this stuff and you're like man it's good that that was all he could get away yeah. with because clearly he was fucking insane God. but but yeah so it would be you know it would be like somebody attacking well actually yeah. this i was gonna say that it's like someone attacking norm in a room full of comedians yeah. but we're all pussies so yeah. it, wouldn't, it wouldn't matter we'd all just be like norm. wow that's yeah there you go heckling norm yeah. and that's that's a better yeah. example yeah just just a bad idea yeah, or sending mean tweets to norm That's right it. right it's yeah it was it was not well thought out but yeah so i i, I picked wow. this episode because i knew that uh brett the hitman Hart was uh was the guest voice mm-hmm. but come to find out he only has like two lines yeah <laughs> and what i read in the wikipedia when i was kind of studying up on the episode is that apparently they hired him to be just generic pro wrestler and it wasn't going to actually and it was be him 
No, it was. Oh, okay. They hired him specifically to be like just generic yeah. pro wrestler who bought the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and he apparently was like insistent that like, no, if I'm going to be in this, you put me in the pink trunks. Yeah. Like I got to be in the black it's and the pink. Be me. It's got to be me. Right. But it's why his, his lines are not very Bret Hardy because <laughs> Bret Hart was never like a real... You know, not, not like really like a screamy guy necessarily. Uh, you know, he would yeah. always he was he was always the guy that would just be like, you know, me and my brother Owen, we're gonna fight and we're gonna do what we could do to make it. You know, he's very Canadian, so yeah. he's you know he's he's kind of a a very serious, sweet man with yeah. with virtually no sense of humor about himself <laughs> or about the industry or anything else. Um, he's just very good in the ring, you nice. know. And uh, but yeah, so he uh, but yeah, he apparently came on and they they ended up sort of agreeing to animate him into the mm. thing because the person who wrote the ep- I forgot the name of the guy who wrote the episode um but uh, John Schwartzwelder yeah so uh, I think he did not realize how famous Bret Hart was <laughs> and then somebody had to like you know give him the 411 like, hey. of like you should probably make him look like Bret Hart and yeah. we can advertise this cuz right. wrestling was getting huge so yeah. April, April 20th 1997 I mean that that's that's right where you start the the climb of what will eventually sort of you know basically the the middle of 1998 uh, yeah. specifically March of 1998 is the hottest wrestling has ever been and probably ever will be that's when Mike Tyson and Stone Cold Steve Austin start a feud okay, yeah. that's when Vince McMahon like probably you know you're not a wrestling fan yeah. the shit that you've heard about happened less than a year uh, after this episode aired so okay. this is really the beginning so of the this climb. Is, so it's very apt and uh that they were like let's, let's get bread in here yeah, yeah i guess but it's 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 so it's such a weird you know because nowadays and we'll talk about this obviously when we uh get into the next episode that we mm-hmm. did is like if they get a guest star nowadays yeah they will have them doing a bunch of stuff right you know where this one is like it's almost a throwaway yeah which is like one of the things i kind of miss in the newer episodes is that a lot of times that we get a guest star and they wouldn't always play themselves like he did right but like they would ha- and, and I kind of like that but now it's like you know they'll get Lady Gaga and she's Lady Gaga and the whole episode is <laughs> funny that <laughs> is on top of the directly <laughs> on so just straight disrespecting your board he will not sit on anything comfortable it's like I don't know what it is like if you put a block of wood on a table he'll sit on the block of wood on the table like it's just I don't understand it you should get him so, like a bed of nails or I something <laughs> should just Go on eBay and buy like a, a or Craigslist and get a broken mixer just that he can yeah, sleep on. Yeah, get like a block of ice or, you know, make it. He's like a little David Blaine cat. You know, be underwater. Oh. <laughs> Our sound engineer, Fred. Uh, I mean, stra- like this, I'm, I'm going to have to get a picture of this just for your, so you can yeah. show it to people on Twitter or whatever. This is uh, amazing. Fred, look at me. Okay, he ain't looking. He doesn't like pictures, but boy, what a fun picture. Fred. Yeah, straight disrespecting. <laughs> there we go. I love that. Uh, oh man, yeah, yeah. Definitely pop oh, that one up. Yeah. Just he just. It's like you know he what is. I found my spot. Yeah. <laughs> he also likes warm. Fuck your knobs, dude. Yeah. Fuck your knobs. <laughs> I know. At least he's mostly on the channels we're not using, so that's good. Yeah. This <laughs> but, is wow. Uh, yeah, he'll like. <laughs> Like if the dishwasher's going, he gets on the counter above the dishwasher because it gets warm from the dishwasher. Oh, uh, okay. Like well, that just, makes sense. Yeah. But I'm like, it's not 
like my house is cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but, but yeah, so when yeah. they get a, a guest star now, they'll like make the whole episode about that guest star. Uh, yeah. And so it's like, because I guess it costs so much more money these days, I guess. So they're like, if we're going to spend yeah. this money, we'll make sure that we get I think they pay everyone's I think they pay everyone scale yeah, for the Simpsons. Yeah, I, I think so. I think it's sort of like SNL, like hosting yeah. SNL, like it's kind of like an honor to be on it. So right. they that they can afford to just pay people scale, I think. That makes sense. So I don't even well, think then, it's that. Yeah. I think it's I I guess it's probably it, a it's, Fox thing. Like they're like, Oh, we can promote the well, whole it's, episode. It's a Fox so thing, so. but it's also a this show has been on for thirty years thing. Yeah. I think. It's yeah. like, <laughs> hey man, that's a new element to yeah. just throw in the mix. Yeah, like, we've got Lady Gaga and the whole episode being Lady Gaga. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's I mean it's it's uh, you know you talk about it's not not dissimilar from SNL just yeah. because they're you're talking about That's two true. shows really that have point. just been on forever yeah. and uh longer than some people I know have been alive. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean I think the Simpsons what when did they debut on Tracy Ullman? Uh, let's see. They debuted on Fox in 89. So Tracy Ullman was probably like a handful of years before that. Yeah, so I think The Simpsons are exactly as old as I am, yeah. and then SNL is uh, 12 years. They? Yeah, they're like yeah, 40 1975 is yeah. when SNL starts. Yeah, I was born in 84. Yeah, I was born in 86. Okay. So, yeah, so, it's, yeah. They, they, both of these shows, like, damn <laughs> yeah, near predate forever. both of right. us. And what, you know, what I think has happened with SNL, too, is like, uh, and actually, I can kind of you know tie this into wrestling Ooh, a little bit nice. too. Is that uh, you know the newer incarnations of SNL? You can see that they've put such an emphasis on guest stars, mm-hmm. right? Alex right. Uh, or Alec Baldwin, right. Robert De Niro. Yeah, not even when they're hosting, just McCarthy them on just to do a character, yeah, or a recurring character, right? Yeah, yeah, to do a recurring character. Which I understand that, like in the current climate that we're in, as far as comedy goes, sure. it's all about clicks and it's all about short attention span and yeah. it's all about you know this stuff. But you're kind of doing a disservice to the yeah. cast i couldn't tell you the only reason i know the people in the cast of snl is because uh michael che and colin jost uh, mm-hmm. just fought at wrestlemania they were in a battle <laughs> royal i don't know who the fuck is on that show yeah i can I, name them too uh a couple like i think i watched a clip the other day and I recognized them, but I can't like. Yeah, I just don't keep up anymore. Yeah, well, I, you know, and I just I think they're uh, at the expense of their you know their cast. They're not they're not making new stars anymore, yeah. which was the knock on WWE for many years, where it was just they always just had John Cena, Undertaker, like mm-hmm. all these people that have literally been there for twenty years. Yeah, and you're like, Jesus, dude, wrestling is so good right now. <laughs> just get. <laughs> you know get get these people and now they've now they've just had to change because all those people are either getting too old to fight or they're going mm-hmm. away to hollywood unfortunately comedy oh boy you can stretch that yeah. shit out there's no physical limitation necessarily right. yeah. so as man long as you can still talk and maybe stand up but like, you and i both know it's like the comedy is so fucking good right now yeah. and you got alec baldwin on every episode right like you could pull F- fucking any, yeah. what's his name can't do can't do trump you're gonna get you're gonna you're gonna let James Adomian ride the bench right. to bring in Larry, Larry David to do yeah. Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. Like 
it's it was funny. It's a good pop sure. because they do have a lot of similar yeah. mannerisms. But I'm just like, eh, yeah, give it a shot to give give uh, uh, Anthony Tamanak, give mm-hmm. him the Trump job. Yep. Give like yep. there are these people who and shit. I'm sure there's people even younger than that. Yeah, those are just the people I I you know know right. know do those characters do those characters. But I guarantee you, there's somebody who could do a funny approach to Trump. Trump oh, is an easy ass impression. Yeah. Like you know, and so, yeah, so it just kills me whenever I I whenever I do in like you know they had Matt Damon to do Brett Kavanaugh which I was like anybody can yeah, do anyone this. on the cast could like do I that. get that you're doing it to to pop a rating and sure. to and to to have like hits on your your internet you know yeah. your clips and stuff like that so it's like I get I get from a business reason because TV is dying right it's it's why they have to do it but you're mm-hmm. just like man you're just like sucking the air out of like young talent yeah. in, in favor of this bullshit which is like and like SNL has always been that thing that like people would strive to do like oh god I could, yeah you know, if this I could is, get on yeah, SNL then I could get on you know movies and TV shows and oh yeah everything. it's like it's such a launching pad but when you you aren't getting those opportunities even when you're on the show already. Right, right. That's, and I'm and you know, I could I can even like rattle off like obscure cast members from mm-hmm. from the nineties with the shit they used to rerun, like, you know, yeah. where it's like Ellen Clegor, you know, <laughs> shit like that. Like uh-huh. just because of how that voice you know, yeah, Don Pardon's voice at the beginning. Yeah. But yeah, and uh but yeah, with The Simpsons I think it's 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 probably a bit of a similar thing where it's like, oh, getting big guess is yeah. a safe bet. You know, just right, like Alec, right. Alec Baldwin's a safe bet. You know, it's like I mean, God, it's all the main voice actors on the show have been on there since day one. So it's like, crazy. I, yeah. yeah, like that they haven't you know replaced you know Hank Azaria or anybody like because he does forty of the characters' voices. Right. So like, yeah. Every, that's it's not like oh uh, we got to replace you know one character like no it's going to be 40 people and so yeah. like, they're going to all sound very different than the, right. even if they could nail Moe's voice you know, right, like, right. oh he's got a really good Mo, but can he also do Apu can, can he also yeah. do these other 80 people like, yeah sure um, but yeah man it's uh, yeah it's it's interesting to watch especially compared to like that you know the, the newer one we did I guess yeah. but uh, but no we'll talk about this one first man yeah. the the uh, I don't know. There was there were several jokes that stuck out to me. First of all, uh, I told you this already. I I watched this one uh, illegally on uh, Daily Motion yeah. in mirrored mode. Right. So the content, so, so the content scanner yeah. can't figure it out. So I actually only saw. Fortunately, you were watching it when I got over here, so I mm. got to see all the visual jokes right. that involve words uh, written correctly. Which with the second so many time, jokes there was a lot like, of them. Like yeah, books and signs and products and stuff like that are always so funny because it's like yes, they, they just they. I almost feel like they just probably sit in a room write out a huge list of all these like products and newspaper names and stuff like that and then they just they're like oh this scene has a book in it and they're like all right give us a list of our book titles that we have here just just slam that in right yeah 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 there's no i mean unless they really do like all right what's a good name for this book and this scene and some of them make sense like marge was uh reading uh or in the newer episode reading uh Dis- dissatisfied housewife magazine or yeah, something like that yeah, yeah. like which okay that definitely was there to prove a point in that episode but yeah yeah but um 
Yeah, I like at the beginning, uh, Homer and Bart are watching TV, and uh, apparently the show, the movie they're watching on TV is Colonel Dracula Joins the Navy, <laughs> and they don't show anything from it. They don't even like have dialogue or anything from it. They just, like, they're like, and now back to, and I just, like, it's just such a silly joke. It's not even a joke. It's just a string of words that sounds funny together. Right, right. Yeah, Colonel Dracula Joins yeah. the Navy. They they actually had cut that out of the, out of the, uh, the great uh, daily motion presentation uh, I that might have been the syndicated very like for uh, like when they would just put it on like you know the wb or whatever yeah right? it wasn't it wasn't super hq or yeah. nothing but uh <laughs> yeah just believe it or not the french uh youtube uh version <laughs> of the simpsons episode was bad um but no yeah it was uh uh yeah, it was funny to watch. I don't know. I will. We'll, I guess we're we're yeah. going to kind of go in chronological. Quick, but I'll I mean, tell you my my absolute favorite synopsis. line when we get to it. Uh, basically, uh, Lisa's really into recycling, and uh, uh, and 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 through that, and, and then the bank uh, forecloses on Mister Burns because we find out he actually has a lot less money than he yeah. thought he did because he hasn't looked at his stocks in, ex- since, since, since the Great Depression. The, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like looking the, at the stock tick. That was a great joke from was September twenty nine. Yeah, and he's like. Why didn't you tell me? It's Smithers is like because it happened thirty years before I was born. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he he you know lost all his money basically. So the bank forecloses on his house uh, and 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 the plant as well. Uh, and then Lenny is in charge of the nuclear power plant, which yes. that leads to some pretty funny jokes of Lenny just like sitting at Mister Burns's desk and just like yeah. not knowing what to do. So he just gets on the PA system and is just like uh, work harder like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. like, all right, I'm done. Um, and then, uh, Lisa goes to the, oh yeah, <laughs> this, so one of the, one of my favorite scenes, uh, of, of the entire series is in this episode is Mr. Burns in the grocery store yes. trying to shop for things for Smithers cause he's staying with Smithers and it, wants to it, yeah, you know, yeah. contribute in some way. Yeah. And he's like, he can't, and he's holding in the bottle of ketchup and the bottle of catsup and he's just going back and forth over and over <laughs> ketchup, catsup, ketchup, catsup. And then like the the uh the the grocery store employees think he's going crazy so they uh, commit him to the retirement home yeah 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 and then smithers says i'm so sorry my grocers had you committed (laughs) that line is so funny to me uh and so yeah so he's in the retirement home lisa goes over there to get some more recyclables and then um while uh and then while she's there she sees um uh mr burns Basically, he's like, oh, you can make money from recycling. And so then they start recycling stuff. He starts a recycling business. And uh, yeah, and, you know, we'll get into some details about that. Yeah. So Lisa, she goes to the retirement home. Um, see, there were some uh, there were some pretty funny story, funny uh, Brett, Brett Hart shows up and buys Mr. Burns' house. Yes, he buys. The, yeah, and then they have uh, the shrieking shriek. The shrieking, uh, sh- a the mile shrieking away. sheik is uh, yeah lives next door. Yeah, yeah, and that's a that's a play on Iron Sheik. Iron right? Sheik yeah, or yeah. the original Sheik. Yeah, yeah, there's actually two Sheiks. Okay, yeah. I only know Iron Sheik because of Twitter. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, of course. He's yeah, prolific on Twitter. Sheiky. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, the original Sheik uh, uh, was. Uh, he's uh, passed away now, but okay. he was uh, based out of Detroit. So Iron Sheik wrestled for uh, Vince McMahon, the mm-hmm. original Sheik, uh, uh, who is uh, Sabu, who uh, people might know from ECW. That's his uncle. And okay. uh, he actually, we, we reviewed on uh, on my podcast, reviewed an episode or a uh, pay-per-view of uh, WCW Halloween Havoc 1995, okay. where uh, the original Sheik uh, comes out when he's got the big scimitar, the big, the big sword, yeah, yeah. and he throws fireballs. That's his thing. Oh, cool. <laughs> and uh but they told him you 
do not throw a fireball because <laughs> Ted Turner's been on our ass. We're supposed to be yeah. PG. You know, kid, this is around Beavis and Butthead time where kids are burning down their trailers and shit right. because they saw it in Beavis and Butthead. So they're like, do not throw a fireball. And so Sabu uh, wins the match. And then uh, the original Sheik uh, throws a fireball and gets Sabu fired. <laughs> because he wasn't actually working for the company. He was just accompanying him to the ring because he was oh, an old man. man. Uh, but yeah, so that is what that reference is. Uh, yeah, the shrieking sheik. And he just screams. <laughs> he just screams. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, so he buys the house and uh, let's see. Yeah, and then that's when we find out that the um, that the uh, plant has also been foreclosed upon as well. Um, and then, yeah, so they're at the recycling, uh, recycling at the uh, retirement home. Uh, uh, was one of the, I, I like that uh, Mr. Burns is like you know he's he's talking to Abe Simpson, Grandpa Simpson, about like the amenities of the retirement home, yes. and he's like, well, over there's the library. We're not allowed in there. Uh, there's the uh, don't even think about going in the game room. He's like uh, he's like Miss Burns is like, well, what do you do to pass the time? And he's like, well, you can get a good spot in front of the staring window. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, just a bunch of people just, looking yeah, at a tree. just staring out of the window. <laughs> <laughs> I like the staring window. Um, yeah, so uh, oh, the funny thing is, so after everybody finds out that Mr. Burns is like picking up trash to recycle it, yeah. uh, the news like does this thing about uh, you know, oh this you know this guy he's like rattling off like rich person he blocked out the sun he stole Christmas from nineteen eighty one yeah, to nineteen eighty seven. Yeah. There was a Grinch reference in yeah. every in both of these episodes. That's right. Yeah. There was a yeah Mo uh, was it Mo was the Grinch yeah yeah, Mo, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that's right in the new episode that's very funny. Also both kind of. Uh, Lisa-centric episodes. Right, uh, yeah. Which yeah. is interesting considering the second one was chosen at random. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, and so the whole time Ken Brockman's like rattling off like all the things Mr. Burns has done. Clearly it's Mr. Burns. They're showing a picture of Mr. Burns on there. Yeah. And Homer's just like, please be Flanders, please be Flanders, please be Flanders. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just love that he hates <laughs> Flanders so much that even when like all all details, all information he's being given is clearly somebody else. He's still hoping yeah, that yeah. Flanders got screwed over. Yeah. Somehow. Oh, before we move on, one of the uh, one of the activities that they show them actually doing uh, in the thing is uh, they have line dancing and they're playing uh, "Achy Breaky Heart" oh, by uh, right. Billy Ray Cyrus, uh, who is uh, as of this recording back in the news thanks to uh, Lil Nas X. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah Old Town Road. Yeah, he's he's back. Um, but it it reminded me that uh, I used to work at a community arts. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Auburn, Alabama, when I was uh, just out of college, and I was just there to answer phones, but they would have dance classes like that. They would have line dance classes that would go on, and the weird, the weirdest one was there was a guy. Uh, his name was like Doctor Jemison, <laughs> and he would show up, and he had a dance class at eight in the morning. And it was literally just him and one other lady. Oh, wow. And I would have to get there at 730 to open mm-hmm. the doors. For and him to go dance with this lady. On Saturday morning. For, <laughs> and I'm like, you guys could literally do this anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, why do you need what this kind space? What was it? I never looked. I was like, I don't want to know. I don't know. what. I don't, they were both in their sixties. I was like, I don't know what y'all are doing there, but I'm just going to keep watching DVDs and hanging out. I'm, it was a courtship. Probably. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It was. Yeah. But then they had the, the big dance classes. So on Friday nights, all the Catholic kids, uh, would, uh, do swing dance. That okay. was the, that was the young people's one. And it was literally just all the Catholic people who yeah. were too Catholic to go out to the bar. Right. Uh, because I knew a couple of them. I was like, you guys are all just, <laughs> Yeah, I'll just pop in boners and yeah. just, this is what you can do. Okay. Uh, so there was the swing dance class and then, but the, the they have the line dancing mm. and I can't, I think it's line dancing is where they 
play just play the music and then square dancing is where there's a guy who calls oh, right. out yeah. the you know Swing the steps round and round right kind of stuff yeah. so they used to play they used to do one where he had this uh it was the guy who called out the the moves the the steps and he had uh he had like a generic kind of like swing song that he would play mm-hmm. and he would make up weird lyrics on top of that. Uh, and then he would also have uh, Billy Jean by Michael Jackson, but like a weird country version that <laughs> oh, he had wow. just edited out. There were no words. It was just the boom, boom. And then it had like some fiddle on top of it. Like it was bizarre. But the one thing I remember, because I, I tweeted about it, I was like right when I got Twitter. Yeah. So this would have been like 2009. Mm-hmm. It was like one of the first tweets I had was just like, I, I'm at work and the, the guy calling the square dance just said, uh, the line was like, now swing that gypsy woman in a big old circle while I try to get excited over you. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> but it, it had that like, you know, that kind of like, you know, music going on. He's like, now yeah. swing that gypsy woman in a big gold circle while I try and get excited over you. And I was like, what the, what what the fuck is, is happening? <laughs> like, and so, uh, yeah, so that shit's real. So in this episode, when I saw that like line yeah. dancing, I'm in there like, you want to join yep. us? And Mr. Burns doesn't. I'm like, yeah, good call. Yeah. Good call Charles Montgomery Burns. You did it. Uh, but oh, yeah, man. no, I, that, that is, that's some real shit, dude. That's Old funny. people love that stuff, man. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, so eventually, uh, Mr. Burns, uh, uh, starts his own recycling company, running it out of the retirement home. He's got all the other old people uh, helping him, you know, package and sort uh, all the recycling stuff. Uh, and he makes enough money to somehow, uh, <laughs> through recycling garbage, makes enough money to open up a recycling plant. Yeah. Uh, the little Lisa recycling plant, which has Lisa's face plastered all over it. On the smokestacks, yeah, too. Yeah, on the smokestacks. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, he's walking through, giving her the tour of it. And, you know, it's like, oh, it's all recycled this. They got recycled liquor bottles as the windows. And then Barney's outside licking the <laughs> bottles. <laughs> Well, the best part of that is he opens up the window and he's he's like, I told you not to lick yeah. my bottles. And he's like, yeah, I would. But I woke up this morning and I was like, Barney, you're going to go lick that man's bottle. And he shuts <laughs> Just the window the yeah. as he's talking. So great. That's uh, that's one of the things. And it's a recurring theme. Uh, but uh, it's one of the things that no matter how awful the later episodes are, they're still really good at writing those quick little jokes with the extended cast characters. Oh, yeah. Because they've define those characters so well right. as just being these little bit characters that they can just you know trot them in on any scene and just like all right let's we need a joke here here we go here's barney yeah 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 um yeah so that's right so then um so then finds out uh that uh mr burns is like uh he at least they had shown him that the six-pack ring holders um uh, we're getting fish caught in them. Uh, so Mr. Burns uses that information and instead of, you know, making the rings better or break away or something like that, yeah. he sews them all together to make a giant net he calls the Omni Net, which catches everything in the ocean, yeah. not just garbage, but all of the fish. Yeah, whales, <laughs> yeah, sharks. Whales. Yeah. yeah. And then he processes again. He's like, no, now the oceans are clean. Almost in this kind of like <laughs> shining kind of like, no, the oceans are clean. Oh, now. it's, oh, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and then he processes the fish into a slurry which can be used to for what like uh was it like 
oils in in uh, cars. It was a uh, car oil insulation for uh, low income housing. Yeah. Uh, exp- explosives, explosives and, uh, and uh, then like also dog uh, food or something. Lisa like that. says she's going to be sick, and he offers her a spoonful of slurry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and it's in like basically the same barrels that all of the nuclear waste from the plant are in. Yeah, also. exactly. Yeah. Uh, so then he's got that and uh, let's see. So then Lisa's like, oh, no, I have to make people stop recycling because it's, you know, killing all of the fish. Also, I think one of the lines is uh, that I thought was really good was Mr. Burns saying uh, like saying how like the entire fish was used in the slurry. So yeah, there's no it, wasted animals. It's pure it's recycled pure fish. recycled fish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, there's this the line in there that kind of gave me the chills a little bit because it's it's. So Silicon Valley mm. is where Lisa goes. Oh my God, you're still evil, and even when you're trying to be good, you're yes. worse. Yes, and I'm like that is because I, our mutual friend uh, Monica Scott mm-hmm. and I have a podcast uh, that uh, that I do as a sort of satellite podcast sister podcast to my mm-hmm. main one uh, called What Did You Learn? And we just got through talking about Theranos, the Theranos documentary. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the documentary. Oh yet. my god, I, I, it's so I, good! But I want to see it. But it's exactly what we're what what he's yeah. Or what Lisa says is just like when you're. It's worse when you're trying to be good. Yeah. Like it's like rich people should just be Mr. Burns because at least right. you can just point at them and be like you're a shithead. Yeah. As opposed to you know no we're actually helping. Yeah. You're like no you're mm-hmm. fucking yeah, ruining you're, people's lives. Right. Like uh, what's his everything damn name? Literally yeah. name one. Yeah. Uber. <laughs> Microsoft, uh, Apple, the, fucking name one. The fucking uh, goddamn Airbnb. It. The <laughs> guy who jacked up the the AIDS medicine or whatever. Uh, why can't I think? Oh, of his oh, name? Uh, Martin uh, Shkreli. Shkreli, yeah. Well, he's like a he is Montgomery Burns though. Yeah. He's just like a straight up heel. That's true. Yeah, yeah. No, it's the it's every other company right. that does that. Like, he's oh, no, we're disrupting. It's like fucking yeah, but Purdue now Pharma, fucking contract uh, Pfizer. They all do that yeah. shit. But he was the I respect him more right. because at least he's like, yeah, I'm a shithead, and I'm gonna let yeah. you know I'm a shithead because right. I'm gonna buy a million dollar mm-hmm. Wu Tang album and fuck you <laughs> right. like. I, Instead of like you know Amazon be like oh no like you can do Amazon Smile and ten percent goes right. to the charity of your choice yeah yeah like, exactly why don't you pay your why don't you, you know, yeah wages to uh, employees why don't the, you uh, living wages yeah exactly let them uh, let them unionize and pay them yeah. what you should and while you're at it uh, you know uh, just shut down the suicide net factories right. that yeah. you fucking buy from your mm-hmm. Kindles from you fucking yeah. pieces of shit <laughs> like yeah no I'd so much rather like and again it goes back to the wrestling thing but it's like if you're gonna be a heel daddy be a fucking yeah, heel. Yeah, yeah, be up front of it. Fucking be, you know, be yeah. the million dollar man, mm-hmm. Ted DiBiase. Be. Yeah, like, yeah, like Mr. Burns running a nuclear power plant. There's no like, well, maybe he's good. You know, like, no, yeah. He's a shit. But it's like, yeah. oh, a recycling plant. Well, maybe he's not so bad. I mean, even yeah. Lisa says, no, he's changed. And the family's yeah, yeah. like, mm, yeah, he's poor, but he's not different. Yeah. Like, he's no, still it's the a, same asshole. Well, it's that same shit. It's like, oh, everybody uses Venmo now, and we all hate PayPal because the PayPal people are evil. Right. It's the same goddamn thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. the exact same thing. Yeah. It's the same people. Yeah, they bought Venmo. They just <laughs> bought Venmo. So yeah. now we're all like, oh, it's better. You're yeah, like, like, no, it's the same. Yeah, then eventually we're going to all move over to cash app and then they're gonna buy cash app yeah and it's just gonna they're just gonna use your bank's app or whatever yeah. it's like well at least we know banks are evil so yeah like, totally you know, it's like well, i'll use the chase app that's yeah, fine because yeah, exactly. i know they're horrible yeah i don't, well, I don't have to be discouraged and, later. and it's funny that this is now what a 23 year old episode yeah. and it's still you're just like it just sent a shiver up my spine frankly because i've to be to be completely honest 
I'd forgotten the plot of this episode. I just was literally like, oh yeah, the one with Bret Hart. Like, yeah. uh, and I, I had forgotten that he only has two lines, mm-hmm. and then the rest of the episode is like a perfect critique of like the yeah. shit that I live in in Los Angeles right, yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah, and yeah, you're in the thick of it. And, oh I'm, and I work in the tech industry. And yeah, I've worked like with Silicon Valley man. and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's all over LA. It's just like, oh, you know, for every uh, every time you uh, take an Uber, we're gonna we're gonna you know uh, contribute ten cents to stop homelessness i'm yeah. like uh, how about you just give us uh your ill-gotten gains right. you pieces of <laughs> shit yeah you have a billion dollars you should be so lucky that we don't cut your fucking heads off and burn your houses <laughs> right. down that's you give us the billion dollars now and we don't kill you Can how you about that guillotines on amazon i, I mean that would be oh, that would be so poetic yes, <laughs> yes and if not guillotines then you know just like a, one of those big ass cigar cutters you know, yeah <laughs> yeah something but yeah no it's funny to watch this now because yeah. it's just like wow it's no. uh it's worse now it's, actually yeah, it's the same it's uh, the same now and it's, then just for a fun nerdy joke i see he's on the uh, on the cover there i did like that the uh the recycling center was called uriah's heap yeah. uh, <laughs> a reference to the uh proto prog rock band from mm-hmm. the 70s 60s and 70s um Oh yeah, so Lisa, so Lisa uh, finds out about this uh, evil plan that Mr. Burns is doing with killing the fish. Uh, so she's like running up and down the street trying to get people to stop recycling, and uh, and like everybody's just like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure very it's Twilight re- Zone. Twi- I was like, I know it's referencing something, and I can't yeah. put my finger on it. It's yeah, supposed to be just, Twilight Zone. Yeah, just a very robotic zombie like. But reaction. you told us it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, so eventually, Burns sells the recycling plant for one hundred twenty million dollars. And uh, Lisa is uh, he, the, and it's set up earlier when Burns makes his first dollar, he gives Lisa a dime because, uh, as his advisor, she's entitled to ten percent. So when he sells the place for one hundred twenty million, he gives her a check for twelve million. She tears it up based on principle because yeah, you know, the fish and it would be ill-gotten money, which yeah. Um, I uh, can't say I would have done the same. Oh, no, say, no. Like, <laughs> even though, like, I would be like, yeah, principle wise, this is terrible, but at least you're taking $12 million from an evil person who's yeah. just going to use all his other $108 million on evil shit. So yeah, at least he that's has true. less. And your family really needs it. Yeah. I mean, even though they live in like a super huge, nice house. Yeah, uh, and yeah. Homer barely has to work, but they somehow pay bills, except for when the plot requires them to be poor. But. Yeah. I'll actually, I'll pose this question to you because I am interested in just in hearing what everybody has to say. Have you mm. watched the Firefest documentary? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so both of them. The Theranos, the Theranos documentary and the Firefest documentary, there is this thing that happens that I, I am starting to develop a theory mm-hmm. that uh, when you, the more money you have, the more credulous you become. Okay. So like the Firefest thing, you look at that Billy Mitchell guy. Yeah. And you know, you and I uh, aren't aren't in any big socioeconomic right. bracket at all yeah. so we can see him yeah i'm behind just, on my mortgage you're just it. like <laughs> you, this guy seems like a fucking crook and i wouldn't give him a goddamn dime right. yeah you know and you th- you think you're like oh hindsight's 2020 but like no i would not yeah he has the eyes of a shark <laughs> he has yeah. no and like just the i like i mean first of all i'm not a huge music festival person anyway right, so, right. but let's say i was 
Uh, well, his other business, Magnesis, yeah, yeah, where he's like, yeah. oh, I have a metal and credit like, card. It like, sounds like, I was like, okay. I mean, like, on <laughs> on paper, I was like, it kind of like, oh, like the perks or whatever. But then it was like, yeah, access to an exclusive club to hang out with other members. Like, yeah, that's yeah. stupid. Yeah, like, that's why very would stupid. Anyone pay for that. And yeah. Then, and the metal card. I was like, no one needs a metal why, card. Why is like, this happening, right? Yeah. And then, and then with the Firefest thing, Theranos was the exact same thing. The mm. list of people that she got to invest in it was like Bill Clinton, Henry Kissinger, wow. fucking like like just all these huge yeah. names and like politics and then and then like just you know classic like Silicon Valley VC type yeah. guys. And I'm now literally thinking the richer you are, the stupider you become. Yeah. And you're just like because the whole thing with the Theranos is like it's this woman who is dressing like Steve Jobs, mm-hmm. very clearly trying to do a Steve Jobs impression, <laughs> and so she's funny. talking like Yoda. Like it's oh my God, the I weirdest to, part I of have... the Theranos documentary is like she has she's doing this fake voice where she's like, first they call you crazy, and then you change the world. And she's doing it the whole time, and you're oh like my God. and I'm sitting here with my no money, just being like yeah. Who is stupid enough to give this person money? And then you see the list and you're like, oh, it's all oh, rich yeah. people. So I yeah. think like if Lisa had taken the $12 million, yeah. you eventually just loop around and you either just invest in something stupid and evil or yeah. you just become, you know. I mean, she already basically did that with no money, just getting on board with Mr. Burns in the first place. Yeah, so I mean, she yeah. very likely would have fucked that up. I guess that disproves my uh, <laughs> my my the- thesis, but uh, well, Lisa that she got on board with Well, Lisa is the it. smartest one in the entire family, so... You know, right, there's but still... also the most the, the most innocent in a way, yeah, because she's she's the most like trusting and yeah. mor- moral uh, moral character. Yeah. So yeah, um, but yeah, so it's from an honest place. Whereas I think once you have a bunch of money, you're like, oh, this guy seems like a shithead. Yeah, yeah like, I'm no, a shithead. I'm yeah. gonna give him a bunch of my money. Yeah. And then when they steal all your money, you're like, yeah, he's wait, making what, me feel stupid what if I happened? don't do this. So wait, it I was a it. she invented a box made of magic and it didn't work. You know. <laughs> That's it, man. Just that whole thing is insane. I, I still haven't watched the documentary, like I said. But oh man, like, it's just, great. I saw everybody like tweeting, but I was like, I have to know what this is about. I it's just kept so seeing her good. name pop up, and I was like, I gotta know what this is. So I, I asked uh, Alex Solution actually. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, what is this? And he's like. Okay, here's the like 30 <laughs> second elevator pitch of what she did and why everybody's making jokes about her on Twitter. I was like, okay, thank you. That's why I was like, yeah, yeah. somebody needs to start a podcast like that, like releases like every like Saturday night or every Sunday morning or something like that. And all the trending topics on Twitter, all the things that people were making jokes and shitting on. Yeah. I just want to get like a 30 second synopsis of why it happened. So I don't have to like try to dive through Google news or whatever oh, yeah. and try to figure it out. Cause That's... I like, I just don't always know what the hell is going on. Like I, sometimes I know I see it organically happen cause I'm on Twitter like 24 hours. Yeah, a day. sure. But sometimes it's just like, wait, I'm not in that. I don't know. It's somehow I'm not. It's that's out of my purview somehow. Yeah, like, yeah, that's kind of a what you're describing would be like a more kind of reactive reply all. Yeah, like his reply all does that, but it takes a few weeks. Like I didn't, you know, I I like did up first, but for Twitter trending topics. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, we should, actually, yeah. it would be. I actually, was let's say, delete this and start over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so fuck the substance podcast. We're gonna do this one. No, I, I, that's that's a good idea, but yeah. it would I that's think start to rot your work. soul. Yeah, you would need like a team. <laughs> That like you need a team, but also, and, oh my god! By the end of it, you would just be like, I don't, yeah. you know. Okay, Ariana Grande did something. I don't Again. care. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that that starts to that starts to rot away at your at your very soul. Oh. 
But uh, yeah, so Homer obviously wanted Lisa to take the money, and she yeah, four, tears up the check. Four simultaneous heart attacks <laughs> four when, simultaneous when heart she ripped attacks. the check. And then what I, one of the parts I thought was very funny is Homer's in the hospital, and he's you know just after uh, I guess uh, many bypasses after the uh, heart attacks, and he's like, you know, Lisa, I understand, you know, but we could have used that twelve thousand dollars, and Lisa's like, ten um, percent of one hundred twenty million is twelve million dollars. Yeah, yeah. And then like heart monitor goes off again. He's yeah, having, yeah. I guess a fifth heart attack. Yeah. It was a nice little funny ending to it. Uh, a little predictable. I kind of expected that uh, to go that way, uh, but it was still pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes like Simpsons will do that. And maybe it's just from watching, you know, 30 years of it. Like I can kind of anticipate where they're going sometimes. Sure. And so it's like, it's not that big of a leap, uh, but it's still funny. And I think that's a good testament to a joke. Is like, even when you know the punchline and you still laugh out loud at it, still a good joke. Yeah. 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 And that one, they they at least you know they they at least went to the wide shots and showed right. like the, yeah, the, the blue the yeah. blue alert going off <laughs> and everything. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you want to move on to the? Uh, to the yeah, new let's do it. So yeah. from 1997 uh, up to I don't know what you see. This we was now go season, to Fred's I on think, my notes. Oh, uh, Fred, so season 25, which would put us around 2014, 2015, something like that. Uh, let's see. Actually, you know what? I have the Wikipedia page pulled up still. <laughs> He's right back on my <laughs> he notebook. He went right back on your notes. Uh, Fred, don't give a fuck. April 6th, 2014. So okay. almost exactly uh, 17 years. Wait, no. 37 years? 27 years? I, man, I can't ever do math from the 90s. Uh, 27 years. Yeah, yeah. Almost 30 years. Yeah. God damn. Okay. Yeah, I I made a joke on Twitter the other day. I was like, man, I can't believe the '90s. Uh, it's actually 30. 17 years. Oh, 78. There you go. This is 97 to, to 2014. 2007, 2007 <sighs> to 2017 minus three. So that'd be 17. Oh right, years. you're right. Well, anyway, I can never. I always think the '90s is more close than it actually is. Oh yeah, yeah, for I'm sure. I was like, oh, it's like 40 years ago. Like, it's nah. almost as if, uh, you know, the time when you're young is when it feels like it was. <laughs> recent yeah <laughs> um so the basic let's see the basic plot of this one was uh uh let's see homer is trapped in a uh it starts off with him being trapped in a uh fred you are right on my notes <laughs> <laughs> buddy here do i have another notebook or something you can sit fred, on you can sit on me dog yeah you're hanging out with rivers for like the first half of the podcast now you're just just in, straight in all my shit um, He's looking at that keyboard, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, definitely don't do that. <laughs> don't get on that. You're going to delete the whole goddamn podcast. So basically, Homer's trapped. It starts off with Homer trapped, uh, falling asleep in a, a jungle gym uh, in the big metal spiral. Yes. Uh, Marge is going to go drop Bart and Lisa off at school, and she drives past the uh, the the playground and sees Homer there. Uh, so we get to find out... Um, why Homer's trapped there, and that's because they were playing a drinking game at Moe's, uh, where anytime the news says sen- uh, says the word senator, they take a drink. So Moe goes to a phone and uh, fake calls in a story about uh, two senator scene making out or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So then they just like are saying senator back to back to back to back on the news. And the graphic on the news says sexual Congress? Question <laughs> <Yeah>. mark. <laughs> Which is great. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, so they get trashed. Uh, so Lenny, Carl and Homer wander into the jungle gym. Uh, there was some of the things they did. Uh, See, so Homer gets stuck in the thing. But, uh, like, Lenny, wait, yeah, 
No, Carl gets his arms stuck in the little like spinny tic-tac-toe. The tic-tac-toe. Yeah, he's like, yeah. the only way out is through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so they get trapped there. Oh, yeah. And they um, said something about Senator. And then so Lenny and Carl are like, uh-oh, Senator. And then they walk over to a bar aptly titled Another, Another Bar. bar. <laughs> yeah. uh, this episode, honestly, it had a lot of jokes in it. And it was funnier than most of the like postseason 20 yeah. episodes I've watched. Like It felt pretty you know, good. What's funny about the late era of Simpsons is like I, I, I'm obviously not keeping up with it at all. Yeah. Every time I've ever seen just a stray episode from any, I'm like, mm-hmm. that was great. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, there's been a few, like, you know, from doing the podcast and also, like, I get bored and I'll just throw on a Simpsons episode. Yeah, sure. Uh, but, like, a lot of, there are some where I'm like, no, I get, I get the hate. I see why people yeah, are furious. Okay. Like, this is just awful. Like, it's just reference after reference. There's no plot. You know, like, Family Guy kind oh, of Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, but then there's, like, episodes like this that, like... Didn't they have a like, crossover episode? They did, yeah. Dear it was Lord. technically a Family Guy episode that the Simpsons were on, so it was more them, but it... Still. Yeah. yeah it was no, awful. Mm. Uh, but this one actually had some... Had a lot of good jokes in it, and it also had some heart in it too. Like there was like, which is the thing that the later episodes I felt started losing out was just like any sort of emotional yeah. connection with the audience or or which between is, the characters, which is kind of a Family Guy thing, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so after Homer gets stuck, uh, yeah. So Bart's late to school because of this incident with Homer being trapped in the uh, in the playground. Uh, so Skinner's like, oh, they've been late enough times now where I can use corporal punishment now <laughs> on you for being tardy so this many times. So Bart runs away. And uh, when Bart's running away, he hides in his treehouse to hide from uh, from Skinner. And uh, and then Snake, the local criminal, is also hiding in there, hiding from the cops. So they're both kind of, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, on the lamb. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. In a way. And uh, so uh, the uh, uh, not the principal, uh, Chief Wiggum, Chief Wiggum uh, shows up, asks Bart for some uh, you know information on if he saw Snake. Bart lies about where he was going, uh, and uh, so Snake starts stealing stuff for Bart as a, as a thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first thing being a um, was it a a play stadium for? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Also, this one, the couch gag, uh, obviously, oh, yeah, the Minecraft. It, it's the most 2014 couch gag ever. Yeah. I was just like, oh, the whoever the animators' kids yeah. are super into Minecraft super right into now. It. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure they've done a Fortnite one. Inst- oh, like, I bet it's happening big. like yeah. now. Yeah, they're probably because it's always on a little bit of a delay. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm sure they are actually. Um, but in the midst of all that that plot there the the main plot of the episode is that lisa uh meets uh this uh little fat kid who is trying to be um a competitive eater uh voiced by zach galifianakis yeah um and uh she's you know a little like weirded out by him at first but then kind of falls in love with him and uh, she refers to him as ralph with a dream yeah, uh, yeah. which is a great line <laughs> um and uh so then like eventually uh, his name is lucas um but his competitive eating name is luca dollar luca dollar yeah, yeah lucas spelled with a dollar instead of an s but you pronounce the dollar sign yeah um which the wikipedia article said pronounced luca dollar and i was like no that's bullshit and then <laughs> watch the episode i was like oh no it actually is okay yeah yeah <laughs> um 
So then, uh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Uh, one of the parts I really liked was uh, when Lucas goes over to Lisa's house to go hang out with her. Um, he's at, in the doorway talking to Marge when she answers the door about like being a competitive eater. And Homer, like off camera, is just like, did I hear competitive eater? Can I actually be, uh, can I like eat for sport or whatever? Yeah. And Marge is just like, no, you didn't hear that. That's not the case at all. You didn't hear that. <laughs> uh, man, he had a funny line after that too, but I don't remember. But there was a lot of really, uh, good jokes uh, around there. Um, uh, the whole thing really is that Lucas can't be a competitive eater because he has a uh, an overactive gag reflex. Yeah, uh, he's yeah. like allergic to a lot of foods and things like that. Lisa's making a chart of why, and she's like, "Oh, maybe you shouldn't do this." And he's like, "Are you saying I'm not fat?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he does the the Kobayashi thing with the hot dogs, yeah, where he the water soaks the buns in the water. Oh my yeah. god, it's so horrifying. <laughs> yeah, that is so disgusting to me. Like I've. I, I just, I mean, and I'm a person like I, I'll eat a lot like throughout the day, like a lot of small sure. meals, but I cannot do like I ate two hot dogs at the bar last night at the open mic, and because uh, they're a dollar a piece, which is amazing. All right, uh, yeah, I hadn't eaten dinner, and I was like, I'm gonna do. Also, we did wedding cake tasting yesterday, so all I ate yesterday oh, boy. was <laughs> fucking wedding cake samples and uh, bar hot dogs. Oh my god! So I'm real healthy. <laughs> uh, feeling good today. I. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I ate those two hot dogs and I was like, man, I'm fucking stuffed. And I couldn't imagine doing like competitive. Like 30 of them or whatever. Yeah. And in like, I ate those two hot dogs over the course of like 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Just like taking a bite here and there, washing it down with a high life. And then uh, like in 30 seconds or or 90 seconds, whatever time they have, I can't imagine. Oh, yeah. My my co-host on our uh, podcast, The Goods from the Woods, uh, Pat Riley. Dr. Pat Riley. He's mm. legitimately a, a doctor of sociology oh, nice. uh, at one of the colleges out there, but also uh, just fucks around in competitive eats sometimes. <laughs> he's a very he's one of the That's smartest awesome. people I know, but also yeah. like all we talk about is dumb shit. So whenever yeah. I'm like around him in an academic setting, I'm You're just like, like oh, I, I always forget he's probably the smartest man I know. <laughs> and also, you know, when he lived in Atlanta, like he just like went to a bar one night and they were having a, a wing like a buffalo wing eating contest and he just won it <laughs> just because he you know so that's amazing yeah so I, we do know somebody we actually uh we talked about competitive eating in one of our one of our episodes i forgot which one but yeah anyway uh but yeah that kobayashi thing it's it's insane to watch yeah. people do that yeah like I, I mean i have a friend who used to do like eating challenges, like at a restaurant, you know, where it's oh, like, it's like the hottest, can, yeah. Thing or, or if you can eat this giant thing of ice cream in an hour, oh you know, god, like, the ice yeah. cream one is uh, that you you physically can't chug yeah. a gallon of milk, right? So what makes people think that they can do a Pardon giant Sunday? Like, oh, I could do it because like it's almost like liquid. It's not like eating, you know, four hundred chicken wings <laughs> or hot dogs. I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, no, that dairy yeah. is just gonna. It's just gonna sit there. You're gonna throw up. You know, sure. you the, your body will physically reject that much dairy. Yeah. You you cannot drink no. a gallon of milk, and it's called the gallon challenge. And mm-hmm. it's a thing that, fortunately, before uh, YouTube, uh, you know, Instagram, Facebook, we we uh, my friend Chandler attempted this one night in uh, I believe it was June of 2004. Because uh, I remember it being a hot night too, and he was like, "No, man." <laughs> He's like fucking. You have no idea how oh, much God. milk I drink, Drinking dude. Milk in a hot summer, southern summer. Yeah, Jesus. dude. And we're in the backyard, and my my parents were like at the beach or something. So yeah. like, I had the whole house to myself. We had this like, you know, we were like grilling grilling food and drinking beers and yeah. hanging out. And he was like, "No, man, I can fucking." You know, I was telling somebody 
because your body just rejects that much lactic acid. Yeah. Like it just instinctually will just start pushing it back up because it's poisonous at a certain right. point. Uh, and he's like, no, you know, I, I drink milk every day. And I'm like, it's not a matter of like <laughs> yeah. that you drink. It's not, it's not, yeah. you're not going to puke because it's gross. You're going to puke because your body's going to make you yeah. puke. And so, and yeah, indeed he got through like half the, the gallon and then just yacked. And I was like, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, like, I fucking told you. I fucking told you this was going to happen. So yeah, it's insane oh whenever God. they have those ice cream challenges yeah. where I'm like, I don't understand. Yeah. It I must just be right under like half a gallon be, of milk or yeah. something like that. And I guess, I mean, this the the one here uh, at Creole Creamery, it's like you have like a full hour to eat it. So it's like, but it's like you're required. It's like a certain number of... Uh, a certain number of uh, uh, toppings that you're supposed to have on there. Oh, shit. Yeah. So yeah. it's not just ice cream. It's like, I forget how many scoops it is. It's like, I don't know, like 100 scoops. I'm, I'm sure That's, it's not 100 yeah, scoops, yeah. but it's like it's a still. ridiculous amount. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, his name's up on the plaque. Like, Hot damn, man. did it. And he used to do other ones like, you know, um, like, yeah, chicken wing eating ones yeah. like, at the restaurant or like, you know, giant like, you know, two pound hamburger yeah and then like after a while y'all like i can't do this have, anymore have you ever driven through amarillo uh-uh. so when you drive through amarillo they have these giant billboards everywhere that says free 78 ounce steak and then in like smaller letters like if you finish it oh man it's like uh the old 76er on great outdoors uh the john candy and uh yeah no that's real i guess yeah. it is it's it's, 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 it's actually that. is i think it's 76 ounces yeah. i'm wrong it's not 78 it's 76 and yeah they're like if you finish the 76 Holy ounce shit. steak that's, that's real shit that's an amarillo oh, yeah and i have a feeling the movie pulled that from that place that restaurant's probably done that for decades. oh i'm sure yeah yeah, yeah. well I mean, you have is... to if you drive from the east coast to california you uh, will pass through this place like oh, yeah. yeah if you're just going on i-40 you'll see it God. uh can't miss it billboards are, you see the billboards for 100 miles before you actually pass mm-hmm. the place it's right near the cadillac ranch jesus um there's but, an episode of the simpsons where homer does the steak eating competition and i think like I think he eats a second one. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's always like... <laughs> I had a friend who did that one time. We went to Waffle House late and like we all ordered, like, you know, we'd, we'd had a few to drink. So we yeah. all ordered like a bunch of food. And my friend who's just like a dumbass finishes his food and then we're all like getting out our wallets, like waiting to, you know, yeah. get up and pay. And he goes, well, who's ready for round two? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and I was like, I thought he was joking. Yeah. And he was so fucked up. He was like, just give me another one. God damn. And, and it was like, you know, he got like the bacon Texas cheesesteak, like double hash browns, waffles. God, like, like waffle house food, man. That is it's, some heavy It's the food. heaviest food. Yeah. yeah. It's delicious. It's really it's... good, but it's very heavy. And he did two of them. And, and we all just sat there in horror and watched him eat this <laughs> second meal. And we were all just like, you don't have to do this. Yeah, man. Just go to bed. Get it to just go. go home. In the fridge. Go home. Go to bed. <laughs> oh, you know what will make you feel better? and not have to eat uh, yeah. another 3,000 calories. Uh, just gonna, go to sleepy oh. by. So. God, I couldn't imagine that feeling in the morning of like waking up. Oh, God, there's no telling. And booze in your belly. Yeah. Like, oh, God, oh. I'm sure it was a terrible, terrible day the rest of the day. But <laughs> yeah. but yeah, so uh, I've seen I've seen people do this to themselves. And yeah. it's always it's always rough. Yeah. But also this being like, uh, what? eight-year-old kid oh yeah 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 voiced by zach galifianakis um which uh yeah you know this is one of those instances uh where they kind of did that old school simpsons thing where they had a celebrity guest on but they weren't themselves it was uh, playing uh, a character um yeah there was a there's a good heartfelt moment between um 
Homer and Marge towards the end. I don't remember it exactly. I, I just wrote down more heart and I didn't write down the actual thing that happened that we just watched an hour ago. But, uh, it was, uh, oh, there were, oh, cause that's right. One of the other stories is that, uh, Homer goes to, uh, dinner with Lisa because Marge is so worried that, uh, Zach Galifianakis' character is like so horrible and so similar to Homer. Yeah, she doesn't want Lisa to end up with a guy like Homer, and then Homer gets offended when Marge basically says that to yeah. him. She's like, "What? Being me is bad." And yeah, uh, so she wants him to take Lisa out on a little dinner date, uh, just the two of them. Uh, but he, he has to be like a gentleman, and you know all this stuff. And uh, so he does it. And then there's this moment where Marge shows up, and she's uh, at the restaurant, and it's just like, you know, I was so wrong. I'm so sorry. Like I am stuck with you, but I'm stuck with you. And I was like, oh, that's so. It's a little cheesy, but yeah, it's really yeah. sweet. You well, know? it's like, this classic yeah, sort of Simpsons. Exactly. Yeah. And that was one of the things that I really liked about it. I was like, this kind of almost feels like, and I don't know who wrote this episode. It'd be amazing if they pulled like some older writer back on it. Carolyn Omine. I don't know. She'd written other. She's only done. Oh, she's done, I don't know, maybe about 20 Simpsons episodes. She okay. didn't start till 2000, though. So. Um, a lot of the Treehouse Wars, uh, Treehouse of Horror episodes. Oh, okay. So that's good. Um, yeah, I, I, one of the my favorite parts uh, was I think it's the last line of the episode uh, when um, <clears throat> Homer, uh, yeah, they're in the restaurant and the waiter's speaking with this shitty French accent the whole time, and Homer calls him Frenchy, and he's like, "I'm not French, I'm just pissy," <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which was good. Yeah. Um, that scene when Homer's in Moe's uh, uh, trying to call Lisa to ask her out to dinner, uh, and Lenny and Carl are acting like high school boys, like, "Oh yeah, out yeah," the girl like actually out. Right, like, right. That's that was very funny. It, was funny it was like they went just deep enough before it got creepy right right but it was just like being silly and not doesn't like, homer oh. say i'm a friend of bart's yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah or, or like i know your brother oh i know your brother like bart that. yeah, yeah a friend of your like brothers that. or something like that yeah, yeah that was really funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah that could have gone a little bit either on too long or deeper and gotten real uncomfortable like making yeah. like incest kind of stuff but it was like no it's just it's funny like, yeah, yeah he hasn't asked a girl out on a date in decades it's funny. right it's right joke um any like um uh, like i guess overreaching uh or overall thoughts about the about this episode uh i liked this one like i said usually when i watch a new episode yeah. of the simpsons and it it this one, you know, made made me laugh a lot. Yeah. I, I had, you know, most of the jokes worked. Whenever yeah. I see a new episode of The Simpsons, I'm usually my thought that I come away with is like, I should be watching this show. Yeah, like, you know, I, I guess I just haven't run into what you've run into, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, to when be you disappointed. Start going or through all what seven hundred episodes, Jesus, it, yeah, you're gonna come across some some shitty ones. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, like we watched it together, and like we both were out loud laughing at oh, yeah. jokes. Yeah, and, there like, was good jokes, often, not just like. Oh, oh, that was good, or just not, and not just like the exhaling through the nostrils. Yeah, laugh, yeah. Like, right. yeah, see what they did there. But, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. No, legitimately laugh out loud jokes. I would say this is probably my favorite postseason twenty episode I've watched so far. Okay. Like, it's, yeah, it's actually really good. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, randomly. When is chosen, season twenty? Uh, what year? Season twenty was. Let's see. Uh, if twenty five was twenty fourteen. So like 2007 ish. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, sometime around. That. I remember when it happened because that was when 
they went uh, HD and went 16 uh, by 9. Oh, okay. So, actually, I think it was like in the middle of season 20 that they did that, which was a weird thing. But they yeah. made it a whole big like, oh, the Simpsons are going HD. I'm like, it's a cartoon. I mean, like, right, how right. much? Like, shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. But at least now, like, that's the one thing I will say is nice about uh, the FX app when you're streaming The Simpsons is that the classic episodes, you have the option of watching in 16 by 9 or the original 4.3, which is nice. Oh, so you don't okay. get cropped out, missing, you know. Yeah. Sometimes, like, because uh, like we talked about, like, The Simpsons the uh visual jokes with like signs and books and stuff like yeah, that so like, much if of those it. get cropped out like you miss a joke you know right and it's right. like ah, no don't rob me of it yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah i would say you know on a one to ten scale this was like a seven eight episode yeah Pretty sure it, it hit all the bullet points for me uh good jokes uh characters were the characters that they've always been uh and it had a little bit of heart and emotion in it so, yeah, yeah i gotta say i think it, and this is probably a symptom of having done comedy for a little while now mm-hmm. of just like i have the lowest bar for comedy <laughs> yeah. I'm like if it makes me laugh mm-hmm. then i'm like yeah stamp of approval you know it's good yeah yeah so. I, I was talking to somebody about that the other day or no i was talking yesterday uh about how like now that i'm getting older like i'm in my mid-30s like things that shouldn't make me angry make me angry but i'm also finding i'm liking things that i normally never would have liked and because i'm just like well i was entertained you know i paid attention for a little Dude. bit and i didn't hate it and that was good enough for me like that's uh, yeah, fine i, I see I, I it didn't I've, directly offend me in any way so yeah. i'm okay with it let's see i've got this bad problem now of like it, i'll go like for movies especially if they get on rotten tomatoes if something is like above like 90 mm-hmm. i'll have you know well you got to go see it yeah and if something is below 20 mm-hmm. i'm like well i gotta, gotta go see, see it. it yeah like what the fuck exactly. why is this worse than something that was 40 right like yeah. that middle section i could care less about right. but it's just gonna be some boring shit like, right whatever. but something comes out like serenity and mm-hmm. it has a two percent you're yeah. like what happened i'm gonna have to see what this did is did you yeah. see that one no oh my god all right I don't, i'm not telling you shit about the plot okay. all i'm gonna say i'm gonna tell you what uh my uh friend emily Fay said about it she said uh it would be like watching it's a wonderful life if at the end everyone was robots oh hell yeah it's that kind of plot twist that, it's it's matthew mcconaughey jason clark and anne I'm hathaway writing, i'm writing serenity down and so matthew mcconaughey and uh um uh shit what's his name uh uh i don't want to call him digimon because that's because <laughs> that's the the pokemon ripoff but did Digi, digimon hansu the uh the actor that's that's uh-huh. who's in the movie and it's fucking hilarious oh, it had this really low rating and you watch it and it's so surreal <laughs> and just strange and uh all i'll tell you is the first like it's basically matthew mcconaughey's a fisherman in this little town and uh and then like a, oh, a mysterious woman from his past comes in mm-hmm. it's sort of a noir but then it goes completely off the fucking oh, rails yeah. and you're like what am i watching <laughs> it's oh, so, so insane. it feels like you're watching one kind of movie and then all of a sudden the rug gets pulled up yes oh, very man. much so and that mcconaughey is fun. outstanding uh the funniest part is uh somebody's just like you ought to name that fish and he goes got a name his name's justice because <laughs> he's after this oh one specific God, fish so perfect. he's got a name his name's justice it's oh it's it's one of those movies that you watch it it's very similar to like all of adam sandler's output post uh-huh. 
2004 or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. where it's like oh this was pitched to you as a vacation yeah mm-hmm. where you're just gonna be oh wow it just happens to be in hawaii just happens to be in the most gorgeous island yeah. beautiful location right. yeah so it's it's worth a watch but that's oh, that's man. my problem now as far as what you were saying like yeah. you know God, enjoying 2%? stuff huh two percent it got on, i think it's up like to like 16 or something but when because, it first yeah, came out it was like two percent and i was like who was the one critic that yeah. said this was dope love it i love loved it i mean it was you know i don't know i think it's just because everything sucks so much now right. just, just real life that anything is. that gives me a modicum of joy yes. i'm yes. fucking on board and it drives my friends because i have a lot of friends who are like deep like comic book nerds especially yeah. and those marvel movies i love them yeah i'll go watch them yeah. uh, you know and the, everybody's mad about them they're like it's like a fucking tv show it advances the plot <laughs> this far and they're just tricking people and seeing more i'm like hey eh, i got some good yeah. jokes yeah like, iron man's cool like ant-man fucking <laughs> ant-man was ant-man fucking hilarious it was so much fun like yeah. i'm not a huge uh uh, uh superhero guy but yeah like, i'll watch like the big ones when they come out every so often but yeah i was like yeah paul rudd as a superhero it was great see how this works oh. i was like this fucking rules it's great oh man the 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 hottest take i had all year was uh i liked venom a lot and people people were fucking furious <laughs> like i was at an open mic with a bunch of other comics yeah. just being like hey man it was funny and they're yeah. like he's not supposed to be funny and i was like well, he was he made me laugh yeah i had a good I, time i liked the part where tom hardy couldn't settle on an accent so he just had all of them uh, <laughs> He had he's he's literally every man. He had every American accent in that movie except for a southern one. Like at some point he was from Philly. He had like New York stuff. Yeah. He had Boston stuff. He had like California surfing accent at one point. I was like, oh, this is outstanding. He's gonna watch every movie you mentioned. I'm telling you, dude. Yeah, Venom and Serenity. Start there. If you're listening to this and you see Venom and Serenity, please don't oh, be pissed man. at me. Just know I'm sick in the head and I kind of <laughs> liked both of these movies. <laughs> They're very stupid. Oh man. But yeah. So. Well. I think we can probably wrap it up. We've been at it for a little bit there. And okay. Anything you guys want to add on the on these two episodes? Uh, no, just uh, just uh, watch them and uh, yeah. be be sad that we haven't solved any uh, any problems with corporate America uh, yeah. <laughs> for that first one, and then uh, for the second one, uh, you know, just uh, get get the jokes while get the jokes while you can. Yeah, just hang out and have a good time. Yeah, that one's pretty uh, fun. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Rivers Langley, and you can check out my podcast. It's called The Goods from the Woods. It comes out every Tuesday on iTunes, SoundCloud, all the bullshit. And uh, you don't know when this comes out, do you? Mm, no, I haven't decided okay. on my schedule well, yet. <laughs> uh, you probably just missed me. I yeah. was on a big ass tour all across America. <laughs> I'll probably go do that. Again again too at some point so and if you're ever in los angeles come see me on a uh, on a friday night at the west side comedy theater i run a show called unnecessary evil so come see that if you're in la oh yeah and that's it that's good well thanks for doing the podcast yeah man. thank you so much for having yeah, me man this, this was, was a lot great fun. uh shout out to uh dankmas for letting me use his uh song for the theme music and uh shout out to fred yeah fred he's for, been cool like other than he found his way in the knobs. He found his way into a box of your electronics, okay, and cool. he seems yeah. to be. Oh, I need that for the show uh, tomorrow night. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> he's uh, seems to be uh, yeah. seems to be chill. He's, good. he's on the most uncomfortable. He's, I think he's on a PA speaker. He's on the speaker. Yeah, yeah, I bet because okay. it's cool. Yeah, cool it's and uh, very uncomfortable. Porous. Yes, metal and porous, and Fred digs it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that was the blurs of times. Thanks. Uh, thanks again, Rivers. Uh, appreciate it. And, Thank uh, you. Uh, Next time, whenever this comes out. Sorry, Mr. Bird, but I don't go into these back doors.